Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, episode 46. In today's show, we'll be talking to Mark C. Winters, co-author of Rocket Fuel, about the one essential combination that will get you more of what you want from your business. Mark's going to tell us how visionary entrepreneurs can propel their companies forward by finding the right person to run the business operations so that the entrepreneur can focus on strategy and growth. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Shai. You know, Craig, when I talk to business owners, I have to say the number one thing that I hear them complain about is just this constant feeling of overwhelm, not enough time, too much to do, and really struggling on the day-to-day, how do I prioritize? They are buried, and they're not sure where to start. What is the thing that they're doing wrong? It's that internalization, when indeed what they're doing is trying to do all segments of the business Because in some cases, that's where the business is at the moment, but without a plan of how to get that turned around, and largely they're they're focused on so many segments of the business that they really don't take the time to understand that maybe they shouldn't be doing a lot of these things, and what is the plan to get somebody that can? Yeah, it's really true. You know, until you can realize that the organization has to run. And if you're an entrepreneur, you have to get out of the delivery business. And so many businesses are started by entrepreneurs that know how to deliver a product or service. And they're really focused on selling, creating more revenue opportunities, but they're still part of delivering the revenue opportunities. And it's just impossible to do both of those things and grow the business at the same time. It's a continuous circle and they're chasing themselves. So how do we get out of this? Well, you know, our guest today has written a book about exactly this topic. He is Mark C. Winters, the co-author of Rocket Fuel, and he spent over 25 years leading a range of companies from raw startups to multi-billion dollar global enterprises such as Procter & Gamble and British Petroleum. Mark's going to tell us about the one essential combination that will get more of what you want from your business. Good morning, Mark. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Man, we're so excited to have you today to talk about Rocket Fuel. Tell us about this great book and what inspired you to write it. So Rocket Fuel is all about the two types of leaders we find in an entrepreneurial business. There's the visionary leader. That's the one who typically started the company. They're all about ideas and and coming up with a new thing and seeing the future. And then the integrator, which is their sort of complementary opposite. The integrators are the ones who take those ideas and make them real. And the inspiration for putting this book into the world was just the examples we saw where we could get these two types of leaders together at the helm of an entrepreneurial company, and all of a sudden that company would just really take off. I mean, it was like rocket fuel, which is where the name comes from. That combination would just make that business end up going higher than, frankly, the founder probably ever imagined it could. Mark, have you ever ran into a case where the entrepreneur was actually an integrator themselves? You know, we have. 
I'd say it's unusual. More often, the one who starts the business is the one who, you know, really they're the idea guy that's sort of more consistent. For them to be really detailed and have the execution orientation to sort of take it beyond that and really run it to its full potential, it's those skills rarely exist in the same person. When we look across all of our experience, we find it's about 5% of the time that you'll have a situation where somebody really is both a gifted visionary and a gifted integrator. Now, the tricky thing there is visionaries are so talented, they are so gifted, they are so skilled and good at what they do, so it's almost hard for them to imagine that they don't have all those skills that go along with an integrator too, right? And in fact, when we start digging into that a little bit, what we find is They actually are pretty good at a lot of those things, but the reason they're good at them is not because it's how they're naturally wired. It's because they've had to become really good at those things. It's been a matter of survival. It's been a matter of them through the sheer will and brute force that they've had to put into learning how to do them and sticking with them that sort of got them to where they are. But if you really get them to be honest with you and open up and ask them where they really get their charge from, you'll find it tends to be more and more those visionary types of responsibilities and activities. So break it down for us. Tell us in general terms the difference between a visionary and an integrator mindset. So I want you to think about the visionary as the idea person. They're sort of this endless fountain of new ideas. We sort of jokingly say they'll come up with 20 new things a week. And, you know, 19 of those things may be crazy things that could actually have the potential of wrecking the company. But one in there is just this moonshot idea. It's this thing that can take you to a whole other level. The trick is being able to sort those things out. And the visionary sometimes has trouble seeing them because they think they're all pretty good. They came up with all of them, right? Oh, man, it's like it's like. The uh, I always think of the dog in the movie Up with the squirrel. Squirrel, right? You know, he's oh, constantly getting distracted. That's that's a perfect example. That's absolutely a typical a typical visionary. Yeah, you know, they're also really good at seeing the future, and so they can see down the road, and they can sort of begin to visualize. Okay, if things are going here, then here's a good place for us to position ourselves along that path to be able to take full advantage of the potential that's out there. Uh, they're also typically really good at external relationships, whether it's you know big strategic customers or strategic alliances, folks in the community. Community, big vendors, those big external relationships, they're a lot of times very charismatic and great at working with those kinds of relationships and making them strong. So if you sort of look at the other side, and I like to picture these two coming together as almost a two-piece puzzle. So if you can picture me holding my hands with my fingers outstretched and then sort of interlacing them together. We want the two pieces to fit together really well. On the integrator side of the equation, they're just really good at making things happen. You know, the visionary makes it up, the integrator makes it real. So they are all about the details and the execution and the timelines and the follow through. They're really good at reaching across all the different members of the leadership team in the organization, pulling them together, getting them on the same page and moving them forward, keeping them rowing together at a tempo that makes it nice and smooth. When the obstacles come up, they're great at jumping in and helping knock those walls down. They're great at breaking the ties when you know a couple of the leaders get sort of crossways with each other. So they're really good at managing that team and pulling all the pieces together to really make it happen. It's really such a diverse set of skills. And it's clearly, you know, people tend to be grounded. It's almost like left brain, right brain 
Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock, however you want to think about it, people tend to be grounded in certain ways that can be real strengths. But you can see where it's almost impossible to imagine one person wearing both of those hats. Yeah, like I said, it's so often when it's happening, it's out of necessity. And it's also just they're not aware. A lot of visionaries that we talk to or work with, it's sort of a revelation for them to realize, wow, there's another there's another seat on the bus here where somebody is really great at this stuff that that I've been having to do. And when they find that out, it's like, all right, you know, I mean, there's somebody out there that that is good at and loves doing all this stuff that I've actually been secretly hating doing. And it opens the doorway to a whole new life of entrepreneurial freedom for those visionaries. Yeah. So if you're listening to the show right now and you're a business owner and you get really uncomfortable when people talk about timelines and follow up and that kind of thing, it turns out this might be a really good book for you. <laughs> there you go. And what do you see when a visionary comes in contact with rocket fuel for the first time? And what, what kinds of feedback do you get? Well, you know, at first, it's a little bit of kind of a head tilting to the side a little bit to try and engage. Is this a real thing? You know, and could this be real for me? And then once they get their head around and it starts to resonate, which usually happens pretty quickly. The next question is, I'm in. I want one. Where do I get one? And really, we think of this whole book in kind of three big chunks. The first one, we call it crystallized because we want you to crystallize your thinking about this concept and get clear on what it is and how it works and if it could work for you. And then the second thing is connect. We want to be able to match you up. So that two-piece puzzle that we talked about where we have a nice complementary fit between the visionary and the integrator, you know, there's some science behind that. And we actually have a fairly detailed process that walks you through a nice set of steps to get clear on who you are, who your business is, what the shape of your puzzle edge is so that you can know what shape you need to be looking for on the other side and then how to find them, how to attract them to you. And then once they're together, you know, we're all about maximizing that relationship and making it great. Because if you think about it, we've talked about the differences between the two. If we leave those two to their own devices, they'll butt heads. And there's a lot of friction there and, and a lot of things that can be dangerous and damaging. So we want to put some structure around that. We have what we call the five rules and the five tools, which takes that friction and blends it together into something really positive and powerful to help them maximize that relationship for the good of the company. I really love the section where you talk about accountability charts and getting really clear on that separation of duties is just a fundamental place to start. Yeah, that's a core tool to be able to map out all the things that really need to happen, who's going to have accountability for getting them done, and then specifically who they're going to be accountable to. We want to take all the games out of it. So we don't have dotted lines. We don't have double reporting. It's real clear eyeball-to-eyeball accountability. This person is accountable for that thing to that other specific person. So it's just right there on the table. There's no hiding. There's no dodging. You either do it or you don't. Mark, I've worked with young companies that seem to be plagued with what the book calls whiplash. (laughs) Would you describe that for some of our listeners? Yeah, isn't that a great term? It is. So whiplash, organizational whiplash, what happens with so many visionaries is they look left, right? And as a leader of the company, the whole organization sees the visionary looking left, so they all look left too. And about the time everybody else in the organization begins to, to all look left together, the visionary is pretty much done with left, and they're off looking right. 
And so they're very interested in something over on the right. So the next thing you know, the whole organization, they're turning their heads to the right as well. And about the time they all get there, guess where the visionary's head goes? Yep, it's heading back to the left. And so squirrel. It's right, squirrel, <laughs> shiny object. And so it really does create this type of whiplash in the organization, which is very frustrating. And you can imagine over time that just beats people. And so that ability to focus in and get really clear on what's most important and what we're going to pursue next and being able to stick with it long enough to actually make it happen. Again, that's one of the powers of the combination. There seems to be a natural tension in developing that trust between the visionary and an integrator. What are some of the benchmarks you look for in dealing with this? Yeah, so so really, uh, you know, what I would say there, Craig, is it comes back to the five rules. And the five rules are all about maximizing this relationship between the two, taking that natural tension, blending it into something positive. So just real quickly, let me kind of talk about a few of those. One of them is what we call stay on the same page. And it's as simple as that to say. Uh, It can be much more difficult to do. But we have a meeting that we call the same page meeting where the vision and the integrator commit to at least once a month sit down. The agenda is very simple. It starts off by just sort of connecting with each other on a human level. You know, this is a real serious relationship sort of a, a marriage in the business. In fact, I have one client that, you know, he calls his integrator his business spouse. So it's kind of that level of relationship. So you want to be sure you connect with each other on that real human level. You know, what's going on? What's going on in, in your life? What's going on in your family outside of the, the limits of the business so that you sort of understand, you know, what's happening in each other's mind. And then you lay out your issues. So the issues list can be anything that is unclear, something you want to make sure the other party's clear on, something that you're not clear on, something that they're doing that's sort of tweaking your world and making it difficult, that's frustrating you, some puzzle that you're stuck on and can't figure out how to get moved forward or clear. So whatever's on your mind, you just sort of pour all that stuff out on the page, both of you do, and then you put it together and you begin to prioritize and chip away at that list. And the commitment between the two is we're going to stay in that meeting. We're going to stay in that room until we've worked through that whole list. And we're going to come out of there 100% on the same page. And what that means, it's just imagine that the two are kind of melting together into one mind. So that when they're out in the organization and someone comes up and asks a question, we're going to get the same type of a response, the same type of answer out of one that we would the other. We don't have them crossing over each other and stepping on each other or cutting each other off at the knees by giving different answers and confusing the organization. Staying on the same page, really, really essential. Number one of the five rules. And who gets to hold accountability for each one's behavior? So there's mutual accountability. So, you know, it's make a promise, keep a promise. But the visionary at the end of the day, they're going to hold the integrator accountable for being a great integrator. What that means is they're charged with executing the plan. And, you know, we may get on the the same page about what the plan is and come up with that vision, come up with those priorities together and really as a broader leadership team in most cases. But if their role is to execute on the P&L, on the business plan, and make it happen through the organization, then the visionary is going to hold them accountable for making sure that they do that. In that process, the visionary is going to give the integrator a fair amount of leash, right? The integrator is going to be the one who's holding the rest of the organization accountable. So they're going to be the ones empowered to make some decisions. They're going to be the ones empowered to break the ties that come up. 
And if they're doing a good job and it is working and it's executing the business plan, then the visionary is just going to enjoy the benefits of that effective execution. But if they see a pattern over time of where the integrator is making those decisions and making those calls, but they're just they're missing them. They're not doing it consistent with what's been discussed in the same page meetings. They're not doing it consistent with what's going to effectively move us forward and get us going in the right direction towards achieving our vision. Then at some point, the visionary has to kind of sit back And if they've done everything prescribed, if they've followed the five rules and the five tools and they've worked to support and tried to make this thing work, at some point they may have to make the call that, you know what, this isn't actually the right integrator for me or the right integrator for our business. And they have to hold them accountable and see if it can change or if it can't change. It may be time for that integrator to go and then to bring in a new one. Mark, could you give us an example of a client that really does this well? Uh, You bet. So I have a client that's in the business. It's sort of a data business, and they work in the multifamily rental market. And it's a situation where there was a classic visionary there. I mean, it's sort of red line visionary, way, way off on one end of the scale. And this guy is just going a thousand miles a minute, tons of new ideas. He's been in the industry for a long time, so he's always got something new. And he was super frustrated that he's coming up with all these ideas and very few of them actually coming to fruition or or being real and, and getting followed through. So enter his integrator. And it's a guy who they sort of courted for a while. So he came in as a consultant for a while and sort of, you know, part time worked into that integrator role, got familiar with the company. Their relationship began to uh, mature and get more comfortable. They began to develop a nice foundation of trust. And then eventually the visionary saw, you know what, this is my answer. This is what I need. This guy's really good at, at execution. Uh, put him into that integrator seat full time. And boom, that was just like lighting the fire. I mean, it was that rocket fuel combination. The growth curve of the company just turned straight up. And, you know, all these things started happening. They started getting done. And, you know, the visionary was able to spend more time in that visionary space so he could see farther down the road. He could see that powerful next new thing and then cue it up for the integrator to take that next thing and go run with it and make it real. We had those two actually on a panel at a workshop I did. And and somebody asked a question about what was it like to hand off these certain things to the integrator and he all he could say was man it's just it's just absolutely amazing i mean he just would went on and on about how wonderful it was and how freeing it was for him to be able to hand that stuff off to his integrator and know that it was going to happen so i have a question mark you know of course your co-author on rocket fuel and i know your partner in rocket fuel is gino wickman who many of our listeners may know from the book traction and i'm thinking about you know i've read both of those books and you both kind of seem like visionaries to me. So how did you how did you actually manage to get this book done? Yeah, that's actually a great question. And I would say this, sort of two things. One, Gino is probably one of those rare 5% that's gifted as both a visionary and an integrator. He really is. He's really good in both of those realms. And, and then, you know, maybe to my credit, I was willing to brute force some of the stuff that that would be much more integrator-like just to help make sure that my part of that equation happened and got done. So there were a lot of things that 
I would not say that they were energy producing for me to do. It required a lot of discipline and willpower to stick with it and push it through. But now it's fun because, you know, the work is out there and I get to spend time talking to people like you and other folks who are picking up on the visionary integrator concepts and see what it's doing for their business. So that's the payoff for me in the end is being able to be a part of that. Well, Mark, uh, I can tell you it's been such a pleasure for us to talk to you today. The book, of course, Rocket Fuel, just a fantastic book for any entrepreneur. Yeah, well, it's really great to be here, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to chat with your audience. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I tell you what, if I could just get them to do something, you know, it would be read the book. And, you know, it's out there, obviously, in traditional print form. Uh, I've also recorded the audio version. It's on Audible. And I'd probably make a special suggestion to those visionaries out there that they may want to take that path. I know that I like to run on the trail and I'll listen to books on Audible a lot of times at one and a half to two times normal speed. So I can chew through books a lot faster. And if that's going to get them to read something that they wouldn't otherwise read or take time to read, then please do that. I expect the good integrators out there, though, to chew it up with, you know, pen marks all over it and notes in the margin and and (laughs) use it almost like a textbook. Also love people to come to our website, rocketfuelnow.com. And on that website, a couple things that they can do. They can take the assessments we have. We have assessments that are in the book are also online at the website. So you can just click some buttons, see how you measure up as a visionary or an integrator and see where your tendency leans one way or the other. You can also sign up there to get our latest thinking on visionaries and integrators. I put out a little video every week to try to speak to some deeper questions, something that folks are telling us they want to know more about. And there's also a community opportunity for them to sign up and really engage in a larger conversation. We have a lot of people sharing ideas and helping each other answer questions. They're all wrestling with the same kinds of stuff. And we actually have some matching going on there, which is I think is really interesting. So we have you know, threads for visionaries who are looking for integrators or integrators who want to raise their hand and say, hey, I'm looking for a visionary. We actually have people that have found each other through those discussion boards and gotten matched up and started working together. And so that's really what we're trying to make happen. So love to people to to sign up and be a part of that as well. Yeah, that's rocketfuelnow.com. It's a fantastic resource. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Our guest today has been Mark C. Winters, co-author of Rocket Fuel with Gino Wickman. You can learn more about Mark in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. And while you're there, why not pick up a free copy of the audio version of Rocket Fuel, as well as a 30-day trial from audible.com. Just click on the Audible trial logo in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.